You're listening to Comedy Central. Hey guys, welcome to the Daily Hit Pod. It's Nikki Glazer coming at you from my dad's home office in St. Louis, Missouri. You know the drill. Um, I am uh, getting this one out late today because uh, I kind of forgot about it. And I've just been um, really working hard to prepare for my appearance on Bill Maher, which will be airing tomorrow night, um, Friday. And I'm taping it uh, today. Wait, is that right? Yes, it's Thursday. It's like 3 o'clock here in St. Louis on a Thursday. I tape it in two hours and ten minutes. That's how long I have to get ready. Um, I am not prepared in terms of how I look. I uh, Usually a lot goes into a TV appearance. It's wild. You know, I get a spray tan the day before. Usually get my nails done the day before. Usually get my hair done in the week before a big TV appearance. Um, the day of, I spend... You know, I usually get styled. I usually pay like $1,000 for someone to style me. I know that sounds insane, but that's just how much it costs. Um, I Because I've tried to pay people who are cheaper, and boy, do they not do a good job. So, um, and I know you're like, why don't you just, uh, sorry, it just got, did a weird thing. I know you're like, why don't you just style yourself? Uh, I don't like to think about it, but I am styling myself for this. I'm just wearing a regular black shirt and jeans. I just can't. It's really a weird conundrum because you can't try too hard to look cute because you're at home in your dad's office, which will be very clear from the conversation we're having on the show. But also, I don't want to look like a scrub, but it's all fake. I mean, like anytime you put on makeup for anything and do your hair and get dressed up, you look like you're trying. You, you know, but it's just like, I don't, it, it's a weird thing. Usually on a TV show, you just know what to look like. And when you're doing a TV show from your parents' house, it's a little less clear. But also it's a little more free um, because I can't have a whole hair team and makeup team I have to do it myself and like the bar is kind of lowered so no one's expecting me to look glamorous not that anyone ever really does I can't believe I'm doing a show it really is feels like a um pinching myself moment of like what me really um but I'm getting over that and I worked really hard on what I'm going to talk about so I feel like I'm in a good place I have post-it notes all over the wall so that when I'm being interviewed, if I forget something, I can look up and see a note and it reminds me of a joke I want to tell. I'm trying to like, you know, it's hard to plan these kind of interviews because you want to mix in jokes, but you also don't want it to sound too like, but I'm, you know, like, well, that's, you know, I was doing a little, what do they call that? But I'm, you guys get it. I don't, I think it's called something. I know it's a rim shot. You don't um, you don't want to be too jokey, but you don't also want to have no jokes. So it's hard. And I know everyone's like, Nikki, you talk in jokes. It's going to be fine. And by everyone, I mean like a couple of my friends. Whenever I tell my friends I'm not funny, they're like, yes, you are. You like talk in jokes already. And a lot of you have written me on the podcast when I've said like, I don't even think this is funny. You guys are like, yeah, it's still funny, even if you're not funny. So that makes me feel good. You know how some people are just naturally funny? I truly don't know that I am. Like, I I think I've developed to talk funny. But, like, naturally, I think I'm pretty um, serious. No, that's not true. I'm funny. Whatever. Who gives a shit? Um, 
Wow, I really turned around on that one. Um, so yeah, I have all these notes written on the wall um, that I'm going to look to. I just can't wait for this to be over. Do you ever think that? Like everything I do in my career, I truly just can't wait till I'm done and I get to like celebrate the accomplishment. Nothing really, I don't ever get excited before things. The before feeling is always like the sense of dread. The during it is always really fun. I think that like during the interview, even though I'm going to be nervous, it's also hard to be nervous in your parents' house. Like of all the places to get nervous, you would think that like being on the stage and being at, if I was at real time with Bill Maher and like on the stage and I was sitting across from like the people he's, he's having on Al Gore, Mayor de Blasio and me. And you think in with that it, now I'm, I feel less, re- I feel more removed from those people. I'm like, okay, I'm on the same show as them, but like we're not in the same building. So I don't have to have the same, you know, kind of skill set as those people. But guess what? They're not funny. I am. Remember that, Glazer. Remember your place and why you're being asked to do this. You're not being asked to come on as like a political talking head. I'm a comedian. Um, so it's going to be fun. I have really funny stuff, really funny jokes. It was nice yesterday. Like after I did the podcast, I really like sat down and wrote a ton of jokes. And then I had my friends help me write jokes and look at all my jokes. And I got a lot of help from Ian Fidance, from Andrew Collin, JP McDade and Anya Marina. They all like went in and, uh, looked at my jokes and helped me punch them up and come up with other ones. So I'm going to have funny stuff to say that is all coming from like a very true place. And what I was really hoping to do was like, okay, if I was watching this show as me or like I'm, I was trying, I'm trying to talk about things with Bill that I'm an expert on, which is like my reality, which is a lot of people's reality, which is like, don't, you don't know. We're all uncertain. We're all kind of depressed and anxious. We're all stuck inside I'm an ex- expert on those things. And also I'm an expert on talking about what's really going on and what we're really feeling. And I feel like even though he could have on a celebrity to talk about, you know, like he could have on like a famous actress instead of me. But is a famous actress going to tell him that she's suffering with an eating disorder more than ever since living at home? Is a famous actress going to talk about her suicidal thoughts? I don't think so. And I think that's my, it's not my goal to like talk about those things, but I just want to be super honest about my condition, whether it's funny or not. And, um, I'm not having suicidal thoughts. I want to be clear with you guys. I mean, sometimes, but you know, that's just the way I think anyway. And I'm really in no harm, uh, to myself because I, there's no, uh, I can't go outside and jump off something tall and I live in a ranch style home. So, uh, and, um, the scarf I would use to hang myself, my mom is using as a fucking face mask. Just kidding. That was a joke I wrote last night that will not be used today. Uh, Ian finance and I were writing so many suicide jokes. He's like, cause I was just talking about being depressed and now I want to talk about that. And some of the jokes he fished were like, um, I can't kill myself because, uh, no one can come to my funeral. Like the idea of having a Zoom funeral is the only thing that's keeping me from killing myself. (laughs) He also said something about like putting a glory hole in my mask. I mean, he had a lot of wild lines that I'm just like, Ian, I'm never going to say this. What did he say? Um, Oh my God, I want to read. Yeah, I just don't want to kill myself because now I know for a fact no one will show up at my funeral. The thought of a Zoom funeral is actually what counters any suicidal thoughts. Um. 
uh, I don't even want to kill myself because I'm sad. I just want to get out of all these Zoom happy hours. <laughs> um yeah so he's oh he says i'm only i'm doing an only fans cam girl show every night for my stuffed animals kermit doesn't tip and then he wrote in parentheses this is bad yeah that was pretty bad but god that's the funnest thing about working in google docs with people last night ian and i were just like just roasting each other in this google doc like he would write something and i'd be like eh, and then he would write something and be like this sucks like or i would write something and he's like he would just delete it, you know, like it was so fun. So it was really fun to connect with my friends and like write these jokes. And I feel as long as I feel prepared going into something, I feel good. The only problem is I don't have the order memorized. And for me, that's like there is no order memorized to be memorized because we're just going to have a conversation and I'm just going to have to like remember the jokes and pull the jokes out of my fucking ass. Like I probably wrote a 100 jokes, not a 100, maybe 65 jokes and that's a lot of jokes to remember now if you give me if you tell me like one key word from each of those jokes I could tell you the joke right away or paraphrase it enough but will that joke just come to my head if Bill asked me a question about living with my parents I don't know it's like we'll see what happens whatever happens it's meant to be that way I've learned that from doing these roasts because the last roast, I don't know if you heard me talk about it, but I forgot two of my favorite jokes that I had planned to do. And that's my big biggest fear is that I'm going to forget the funniest jokes that I have. And then I'm not going to say them. And then like people will be like, oh, you were great on Bill Maher. And I'm going to be like, you don't know how good it could have been because I had this one joke that was fucking amazing. I just don't want to be boring. I want to have funny things to say about everything. These are the pressures of a stand-up comic. And I want to look great. Because, you know, I don't know. I, I was kind of thinking about it. And Bill Maher, the kind of people that watch that are the kind of people that I want um, to know. You know, it's like a lot of um, a lot of people watch the show. So it is a good. I know that I shouldn't be thinking about things that way. But every time I'm on TV, I'm like, maybe my future husband is watching this. And this is the appearance that makes him realize that we are meant to be. And as I'm saying this right now, you guys, I am deeply picking my nose. Like my finger is inside my nose. You might even be able to hear I'm a little bit nasally because I'm covering up one nose hole. And you know what? This might be the podcast that makes a guy say, I want to be with her. She's talking about picking her nose. I don't even have anything in my nose. I just wanted to pick my nose. It's like, can you lay off your face for five fucking seconds? I don't have any face touching jokes. I should really do that. All I've ever wanted is for a man to like hold my face. And now I can't have that. I guess that's kind of funny. Um, what else is going on? Um, my parents had to get their home office completely ready so that uh, it would look good for Bill Maher. Bill Maher's coming over, you guys. You got to clean up. So they just... um. They came home and I was like, uh, guys, do you mind straightening up dad's office and making it look nice while I write jokes? I really can't do it right now. I'd really appreciate it. I'm going to buy them dinner tonight. We're going to get takeout um, or delivery, actually, because we're heroes. And um, yeah, and they and I was like, can we just do it without fighting? And of course, that didn't happen. It turned into a whole thing. That is an ugly rug. Why do you need that? My dad's like. It's beautiful. It really catches the eye. I'm, we're leaving the rug, Julie. That rug catches the eye. It's an eye dazzler. My dad literally said this old dusty rug is an eye dazzler. And I go, Mom, it's an eye dazzler. <laughs> 
she didn't think it was funny. I'm like, dad just said a rug is an eye dazzler. That's not the way my dad talks, but I guess now it is. She tried to throw out some like hula girl. I think that's my hula girl. I think I bought that in like high school. And she's like, EJ, it's broken. And he's like, I love this hula girl. <laughs> it was really funny to hear them argue about things. What what else do I have going on in this room? Yeah, so now the office is clean. It feels really nice. Um, I, uh, yeah, after, th- after I do the Bill Maher interview, I'm doing an interview with the New York Times about what it is like to do comedy during Corona. So that'll be an interesting thing. I have like a very busy day. All of a sudden it went from yesterday, like, or two days ago, I had nothing going on. And I was planning a Taylor Swift dance party, which, by the way, just announced. And if you can go on my Instagram, you can see the poster and get all the details. I hope you guys can come on Saturday night and just like, if you like Taylor Swift, if you don't like Taylor Swift, don't come. It's not for you. It truly isn't. But it, uh, fi- like, it's a $5 ticket and all of it goes to um, Stray Rescue, St. Louis Stray Rescue. And uh, it's going to be upsetting. You ever do something for charity and you see how much money a charity makes and you're like, I could have kept that. So there's part of me that's going to be like, oh, my God, I hope he raised so much money. But another part of me is like, oh, I could use money right now. But no, it's all going to St. Louis Stray Rescue after costs. I mean, I had some people help produce it, so I'm going to pay them. And then um, and then I'm going to donate the rest to Stray Rescue. It's going to be fucking rad. And we're going to just like I don't even know what it's going to be. It might be truly disappointing to anyone who tunes in. That's why I'm only charging five dollars. And if you can't afford it, you can just email um, the email and the ticket link. There's an email there for you to email and she'll give you the, um, the password to get in and you don't have to pay. Cause I want everyone to be able to go if they love Taylor Swift, but you really got to like Taylor Swift. You got to at least like really like her because it's going to be very Swifty and there's going to be kids there. So it's not going to be dirty. I'm not going to be like cussing. It's going to be family friendly entertainment. Can Nikki Glaser do that? You're damn right. She can. And then after my um, interview with the Times, I'm doing um, an interview with a local uh, news station here, Mike Bush at uh, Channel. F- oh, I think it's Channel Four. Fuck, I should look that up. That's something I should know. Uh, yeah, Channel Five News is uh, Mike Bush in St. Louis. So I'm going to be on the local news talking about living at home. That's going to be nice because I'm going to use all the jokes I forgot to do on Bill Maher on Mike Bush and maybe repeat some of the same ones because listen, maybe not the same people are watching those. So that's my day today. I was glad to get this podcast out. It gets my gears going. It gets me talking. It gets me learning how to broadcast. I got to be ready to perform tonight. Um, I'm going to be on one of the, the shows that like, I can't believe that this is happening. It makes me feel really good. It gives me a boost of self esteem. Um, I don't know. It's And does any of this matter? Probably not. Oh, Marion's going to be sitting on my lap during it, I think. That's going to be exciting. So I've got to go get ready for this. Thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast today. Watch me on Bill Maher tomorrow night on Friday. Um, Watch me on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire on Wednesday. Come to my Taylor Swift dance party on Saturday. There's a lot of stuff I'm doing. Um, but I'll probably be depressed in a couple days. So I'll, this, this doesn't last. None of this lasts. It's up and down. I hope you guys are up today too. Um, I love you so much. Thank you for listening. Squirt, squirt. This has been a Comedy Central podcast. 